0: The opinions expressed on the ACB media network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Hello everybody. This is Bilin Shah, your facilitator for I Love Braille, welcoming you on July the 13th, 2023. This event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind and supported by the American Council of the Blind. Well, friends, today's session, as you all know, is about question answers, which means anyone who has a Braille-related question can ask. And anyone who knows the answer can raise hands and answer it one by one. We have been doing this for almost nearly two years. And so far, we have had several interesting discussion. So even though I received only one question via email, I'm pretty certain that there will be more questions related to Braille from the audience. and. I'll be happy to take them and have them answered by other participants as usual. But before we do that, there is something that we forgot. And I would like to have Michael Moore to unmute himself. Michael. Right here, yeah. Yeah, you are my birthday CEO. Did you forget? We need to celebrate birthday at the last Thursday of every month for the upcoming month. Ooh, That's whoops. what we need to do. And if I forget, you want to raise your hand and say that, oh, whatever you want to tell me, believe, this is the day to celebrate the birthdays. Okay. So do you have the listing for July?
2: No, I do not.
1: Ah, okay. And, uh, uh, Okay. All right, so let's do one thing. Let people raise their hands who are born in July. And uh, Michael, you may please note down. And then we'll wish them happy birthday. And before we reach the last Thursday, which will be uh, July 27, uh, you may want to make a list
2: for August. Yes.
1: So today we'll make the list.
2: I I don't have, I. I have nothing to write down with me at the moment. Um, Oh, okay, okay. I have nothing to write down for July, uh, Uh uh but hopefully in a couple weeks. Hopefully, hopefully for August, I I can you know for the second for the last Thursday, last Thursday of July, do it.
1: Good. Come prepared next Thursday for August, okay? And today we will just take oral uh, information.
2: Yeah, oral. That's fine. That's good.
1: Okay. All right. So please raise your hands and and just speak up. You don't have to wait for me to say your name. Just raise yeah, your uh, hand.
2: Go ahead and unmute yourselves.
3: I'm
4: sorry. Look what, like, I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: What, I'm sorry. Like, what did you, what do you need done? I uh, 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 need, to uh, write down, write down the names of people who have birthdays in July. You oh, who just, can just email it? it to me.
4: Okay.
2: Thanks, Dawn. Who is doing Don's going to actually write down the names okay. and birthdays.
1: Anybody, please tell us. I know the United States was born in July. Anybody else?
2: Just raise your hand.
1: No, it doesn't look like. Okay. <laughs> All right. I anyway. Think... so Well, the whole Jill, United States Jillford was born week. in July. But none of our participants was born in July, it looks. Yeah. All right. So we won't uh, won't forget now onwards, OK, Michael? Yeah. Just note it for you and remind me. I will also remember. And anybody else who remembers last Thursday of a month, we are going to wish everybody a happy birthday for the upcoming month. I think I'm clear. OK? All right. All right. Now, the first question I received via email is from Linda. So I will let Linda Pekarsky, Linda Pai, as she likes to call to be called. Linda, what's your question? Yeah.
5: Well, I have a random piece of braille paper that I got included in a device I recently purchased. And when I tried to figure out where the Braille was, it was very confusing because it was folded in half so that it was, it looked like it should be a little booklet. But when I tried to read the Braille, it wasn't Braille. It was just bumps. So then I tried it with the fold at the bottom, and that was better, except I ended up in a foreign language, but is there an easy way of figuring out the orientation when you have a piece of paper that you really can't tell which is up and which is down?
1: All right. So anybody who have good suggestions, observations, or any answer to Linda's question, how to figure out the orientation of a braille page, particularly I think when it is a single page, Yeah. Okay, please raise your hand. And before we take the answer from people who are raising hands, hopefully somebody will. A couple of things I would like to tell. Uh, Number one, uh, I have been working with Linda uh, for the courses. Linda has been a strong support, very strong support to develop our Braille courses at East Bay Center for the Blind. And uh, So what I can say that she is so oriented, but she has a question about disorientation. That is something (laughs) interesting. Another thing before we move on, I would like to mention that now I see that there are some people who are beginning to learn braille and who are already enrolled with my class at the East Bay Center, and who are also our participants. Second Thursday, which we devote to question answer session, often brings questions which are at the high level braille proficiency and beginner braille learners may find it a little confusing or may make them a little inquisitive or may make them feel that what they are talking about i have no idea my request to them is just please bear with that those are the things that are coming to you later if you cannot understand, just disregard. If you understand, then just think that well, sooner or later, you're going to find this thing in Braille. You're you're not reached that level yet, but you will. Okay, so with that little tip, let's see, who has raised hand? Our host is back, Abraham. Um, Oh, Michael um, has the answer, Michael Moore lots of
2: answers okay now if this is this is strictly a single page right right that was folded now Yep. does that paper does it have any holes on no. any like any hole punches Nope. okay oh boy uh because that's a chose. single page it all depends you know yeah because yeah, sometimes usually uh when i've seen braille you know on a piece of paper Sometimes the holes are on the left side of the page going up and down. And is this particular paper, is this an eight by 11 sheet? Or is this a great big piece of paper? That's another thing you got to think about.
5: Yeah, it's eight by 11.
2: Eight by 11. So that means uh, usually with eight by 11, uh, you will have it written where it's the, you know, the short, you know, the eight, the eight, the eight. Eight and a half, or whatever, is is uh, lengthwise, and then the eleven is horizontal. I mean, up and down, you know, is up and down, up and down. I mean, vertical. So right. that's another thing you want to think about. Okay, is you may want to. It may take you some time to orient yourself. You know, if it's folded or whatever, uh, you may want to double check it. You know, whatever side you want, either if it's long ways or short ways. That's just one way to check it and, and see if you can read some.
6: That's, that's you, to, also orient,
2: you to orient. Yeah, you may have to orient yourself. You know, try to have the paper. You know, every which way you can get it.
1: So, mm-hmm. in order to get the orientation of a paper, you need to orient yourself for the paper.
2: The paper itself. Yeah, you yeah, you orient yourself, <laughs> and you, you sometimes you have to orient the paper different ways to figure. Okay, you know, because like like you just said a little bit ago, you were trying to figure out. You know, what it was saying, you, you turn the paper one way and you turn it another way. So, I, I don't know. And if hopefully there's some stuff on there you can read. Of course, when you actually fold the paper with Braille on it, that actually makes it harder. Because the folds, you know, depending on if you fold it, because if you fold stuff in Braille uh, just for a piece of paper and there's already stuff on it, it's going to make it a lot harder to read as it is. When, you, when it's already folded. You already know that. We have three more hands raised, so
1: that's fine. Michael definitely has some uh, orientation to provide for orientation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that all that you wanted to say, Michael, or did I cut you off? I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's
2: all right. Um, I think that that should do it. Uh, Let somebody else have a chance. Okay. Jeannie.
7: Hello, am I
1: unmuted Hello. now? Yes, you are. All
7: right, good deal. Well, mm-hmm. Linda, first, I want to say congratulations on learning Braille and doing such a good job and being a good student. I think that's so important.
8: Uh, so and... If I get just interrupt real quick, guys, sorry. Um, Don, yes. Yes, um, be... can you make me host real quick? It made you the host. Um, our regular yeah, host, Abraham, is having I, some... So if you I can don't make...
4: know what's going on. Hang on a if second. If you can I'm double just... tap if
8: you can go to the participants, double tap on my name and I you'll see it. A... you got it? I got
4: it. I just okay, don't perfect. know what's going on. With Abraham the... lost
8: connection and Zoom just chose to make you host. That's all that's going on.
1: Yeah, that this is electricity. Abraham can participate Uh-oh. when the electricity wants him to um, participate. I am back for the,
8: okay. the minute. Let me just make <laughs> Okay hold on. There'll be a cast quickly just in case. I don't know. And we're getting yeah. you a new host, so. Okay, okay hold that's on, fine. hold on, hold
4: on, hold on. I'm get, hold
8: on, guys. I'm get, hold on, guys. I'm get, on, guys. I'm get there. Oh, okay, okay. okay. No, I'm the host. Don't worry. No, she's he's got it now, Don. So you're good. Okay. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Sorry, guys, for the <laughs> kerfuffles here. It's how these the things go. <laughs> but I, I,
9: okay. I am so
1: disoriented now. Who is
8: finally the host?
2: <laughs> uh, Chanel will be the host soon. <laughs> Chanel. Chanel will oh be the host. Hair? Okay. I was,
7: Oh no! <laughs> oh, um, Hi, I live hello. in a state of confusion.
1: <laughs> All right, Herbie, we don't want to change it now. You are our host, okay?
8: Well, yep, we're gonna I... get we're gonna get Chanel set up and uh, rolling here, mm-hmm. guys. So have no fear.
1: Okay, then ultimately Chanel will be your our host. Yep. Oh, Chanel is always your host, but she she'll be our host <laughs> every day. All right. <laughs> All right. So okay, I'm so sorry uh uh, uh, gene. yeah that happens right with technology okay
7: that's okay but anyway i I was i was all right i are you going to orient you're learning braille yeah well linda i think you started out right because when you couldn't read it one way you turned the paper another way and as michael said generally it does the lines do run from left to right if you have the paper oriented so that it's narrow and then it's long going from top to bottom but um, if you try it you know starting at what you think is the top and that doesn't make sense then you can turn it all the way around so what was at the bottom is now at the top and see if that works and then if that doesn't work perhaps although very odd it was written across the page long wise from left to right and then you can try those two things you know having it turned that way but but i think you were on the right track because you said you tried and when you couldn't figure it out you turned it and um sometimes people do weird things in braille and if Lene and i have both taught braille and and you'd be amazed at some of the things we've seen in braille so
3: <laughs> but there's in- I, I can
7: speak for myself but i think i can speak for him
5: too so go ahead There's no convention of uh, Mm -hmm. when people write Braille, it's just whatever.
7: Yeah, they don't do anything like tear off a corner or cut off a corner or anything like that Mm -mm. or put (laughs) some sort of symbol.
1: There is no convention and particularly when somebody writes a letter and mails it to you and then when you receive, you open the uh, letter page, one page, two pages. You know, you have to turn it around, but I'm yeah. going to tell more when everybody else is done okay. saying, so. And hopefully, you, let, Ginny, if
7: I can yeah. add one more thing, hopefully, yes, yes, when they send something that's folded, they don't write braille on the fold. So that would be really bad. People so, do,
1: yeah. this okay. was, well, they should I, not, but people do it. I, no. Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you, Ginny. Now we have Jody. Ah. Did Hi. Michael already go? Michael is still here. Yes,
10: yeah, so did already he already went, speak? You know, he you. has oh, his hand oh, up. Yes, okay, thank, thank you. you. Thank you.
8: So real quick, guys. Um, So Chanel is your host now. Um, also in yes. Clubhouse, Sam Clausen. Yes. I have sent you several invites to come up on stage Uh, Because you have your hand raised. So if um, just, I'm not sure if you're seeing them or not, but I wanted to let you know that I have sent you the invites to come up on stage. Okay,
1: this is is Jody. Can you hear me now?
8: Hi, Jody. Okay, welcome (laughs) back, Jody.
1: And in the meantime, uh, Herbie, I just have a quick question for you. Uh, uh, Do we have people in the clubhouse now?
8: We just have one person at the moment.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, this is
8: Jody. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, Yes, we can hear you, Jody. They have their hand
8: raised and uh, they have not chosen to come up on stage so i can't do anything unless they choose to accept the invite
1: uh, okay okay so we have uh rick after jody and i will take uh, uh that person if he has raised hand after rick okay
0: hey uh well michael covered most of well more than i would have thought of but a couple things occur to me and again i'll I'd underscore if you're going to fold a piece of paper fold it first before you write on it, and then, then you'll know not to, to try to Braille over the fold, because folding it after you Braille on it will ruin the Braille. Absolutely. But uh, what it, the two things that occur to me are if there's a large blank area on one side or end of the page, that kind of would imply that that's probably the bottom. Um, the only other thing I could think of is kind of feel across and up and down and if if there's some evidence of line separation uh, that that would be a clue that at least you know at least you don't have it sideways (laughs) and from there just do what you did is try to you know read across it and see what makes sense Uh, there's really nothing else definitive I can think of Uh, if it's computer if you have okay what michael said those three hole punches are probably on the left now you also another variant of that suggestion is sometimes it came off a computer and you'll have those little strips along the side of perforations and that that would tell you the same thing well at least this is up and you know, at least you'd have the up and down right if not this is if not the uh if not whether it's upside down or right side up uh, other than that really uh I don't know, think there is a magic bullet. So uh, you did pretty much what you should do. <laughs> so that's about all I got.
1: Great. Thank you, Ricky. And uh, I think Jody wanted to say something. Jody.
6: Yes. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes. Yes, we can.
6: All right. Go Sorry ahead. about that. My uh, Bluetooth earbud, uh, mic didn't seem to be working. Um, the mm-hmm. suggestion I have. Hi, Linda and everybody. Uh, wait a minute. My ta- phone is talking. Okay. Um, my The first thing I do when I get a page like that is to check because it's always going to be left, the left margin is going to be straight and justified. And if, of course, if the right margin is justified too, you're not going to be able to use this. But I always check the left margin first and that's how I usually orient the page.
5: Jody, thank sense. you that made sense and I, that occurred to me when rick was talking but my yeah. my zoom keeps muting me but that's it's the justification that's going to do it It's got because it's going to be left justified so thank you excellent yes of course there's usually yeah. also a, a title or a header or something on,
6: on a page too yeah infor-
5: yeah unfortunately this didn't have anything like that and and the top there was a space between the two i ultimately found on the fold where the fold was, but the top was in English, I think, and the bottom was in French. So that mm. was that was the thing that was really confusing me. because I was I was <laughs> I was ended up finding a word in French that I knew and it's like, oh okay, I know what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, All righty. Okay. Let's see are we? Is somebody willing to say anything from the clubhouse?
10: You put your hand back up. Thank so you, I'm Chanel. Sorry.
1: Welcome, Chanel. Okay. Oh. All right. Now, yes. So pretty much two things that I wanted to say. Uh, it seems, I mean, you know, people already covered because one thing was most of the times, not necessarily, but the bottom has some blank line, one blank line or two, or the last line is half. Again, not necessarily. That's something Ricky said. And the most important thing was left margin uh, aligned. So that's uh, what Jody said. That's all fine. Punch holes that uh, Michael mentions is correct. Must be on the left, if at all, there are holes. But I may want to tell you that I did receive mail where a person, probably not knowing the importance of the holes, kept them on the right. So that happens. I'm not saying, Michael, you're wrong. What I'm saying is that it can be anything. More than likely, the holes are on the left, but mostly there are no holes. And of course, that orientation, uh, 11 inches lengthwise, and uh, that is vertical and eight and a half inches should be horizontal. And sometimes even then, you may hold the page upside down. You may be touching at the top, which is the last line. And of course, if that's so, you will see that it doesn't make sense. So uh, yeah, you may want to turn it around. And then ultimately, if you cannot read it, think that it's not in the language you know. It may be in some other language. Well, th- this was an interesting question, unusually uh, asked question, which is great. And I do appreciate people bring in unusual questions related to Braille. All right, Linda, did you get much of the satisfactory answer? I your...
5: certainly did, Blaine. Yeah. Thank you
1: very, very You're much. most welcome. All right, friends, here's how we do. We first invite questions, and anybody who has a questions can raise hands. And if there are two, three, four hands up, we will take the first question. Then everybody else who has a question will lower the hands. Then we will ask people who have the answer to this question. So, first, we have now, Terry
10: Nettles with her hand up.
1: All right. Okay, all right, here I am. Yes, okay,
3: so I would like to know if anybody on here knows. Um, all right, Kindle—the Kindle app that is on the phone—I mm-hmm. want to be able to use my uh, my e-reader or my Braille display with it. And if—and I want to know if anybody knows the answer to that. Chanel, if you know the answer, could you email me and tell me?
7: <laughs> well, right uh-huh. now we
3: have Don uh, with her
10: hand up, probably for okay, an answer. Don. Oh, good,
3: great. maybe
1: Don knows, yeah. right. good. Don, Don will kindle ahead, up. Yes. she will kindle up some information for you.
4: Good. So, all right, Don. Um. Yes. Okay, Terry. Yes. you are going to be able to do that. Um. You would be connecting your Braille display to yep. your iPhone. Yep. Um. So, what you would need to do, I already did that. It connects.
3: The problem is, is that I don't know how to get it to to read the, you know, the in braille. I mean, it'll just say like maybe one line, and that's it. You know, I mean, so I don't know how to navigate. You know what I'm saying?
4: Okay. To, get it to um, read anything. Else. Can I ask what version your iPhone, your version, what version of iOS you're running right now?
3: The latest one. Okay,
4: because I think if memory serves me right, I think there's a bug going on okay. where you where panning in the Kindle app is not working. working. Okay, I have heard that if you do, if you turn, if you turn on, um, if you toggle the setting off to turn pages manually, well, or turn pages while panning. I'm sorry, um, turn that off. I've, I've heard it does fix it, but I don't know. Okay. The other thing I would suggest potentially is to forget the device and then repair it potentially. Uh Um, if you want to talk further about this, um, Baleen, um, you're more than welcome to give Terry Knowles my information. Yeah, that would be uh, great, Dawn. My email and perfect. cell phone. My email and cell phone and number. Cell phone? So that yeah, you, that would be great. Yeah, you can call me or email okay. me or text me Excellent. whatever you need to do. Sounds but great. But that's what I would suggest you do um, because, like I said, I think if memory serves me right, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check some stuff on my end because you got me curious now. But I do believe. <laughs> that there is a bug and I don't think it's just with the Kindle app. I think it's with voice room reader. That's that it's doing it too. So I'm not, but yeah, that's, that's what I would say for yeah, now. Because I feel like, um,
3: like a couple of months back Let I go, well, I don't know, maybe five months ago or something. I feel like I was able to read and I was so excited, you know, I was like, Oh
4: my gosh, I can read with my, with my
3: e-reader and stuff on here this is awesome but then all of a sudden yesterday I tried it and I couldn't (laughs) so
4: I just think there's some I just think there's a big bug because um I remember it being um talked about on a lot of listservs and things and also if you got applevis aplevi dot um they kind of um have been talking about it a little bit it was pretty I don't want to say it was pretty popular, but it was kind of a okay. pretty hot, heavy topic. Hot so. topic.
3: Okay. Yeah. I will go to that and look at it.
4: Yeah. I mean, I um, have
3: Apple Vis as, as one of my podcasts and I, I'll be honest, I don't always go to my podcast. So I'll, I'll go on there and look rather than try to look on the website itself. Cause I tried that and I don't know. It just came up with blogs and stuff. And it's like, no, no, no. I want to hear a podcast. <laughs> so.
4: uh, yeah. Yeah. So just, hey, just, get, just, Celine, just get my, just. Can you give yeah. my information to Terry Nettles, please? please. So that and I then can... I will
3: give you a call, Dawn. Thank you so much.
4: No problem.
3: Okay. Thanks.
9: You're welcome.
3: And okay. we have no other
10: raised hands.
1: No okay. other hand raised. Okay. And
3: again, also, too, the, I figure the more information, the better. So mm-hmm. if uh, Herbie or uh, Chanel even find another, also, salu- you can just contact me as well. But I'll be I'll be talking to you, Dawn. Thanks.
1: And I think Herbie no can Herbie can share his information if he knows if he has something now. Um, I wouldn't. I don't mind think if... he's
3: allowed to because he's streaming, right? We he's got not... another raised hand, and that is Jody. Okay, okay Jody. Okay. All yeah.
1: right. So well, no, I've you... got
6: another. I've got um... another question.
3: Oh, no. oh okay. Then I'm going hang... to. Okay. All right, I'm going to go ahead and and uh, and and uh, mute. Thank you.
1: Okay. So. All right, anybody else has any answer to Terry's question about Kindle?
10: There are no hands. Judy,
1: it looks, I, all have, right. I see you. Yes.
10: All right, I have a Do question. Do you use Kindle? No, she had a uh, question on a different topic.
6: Yeah, oh. I have a question on a different topic.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, uh, yeah, I was doing something else. when. Okay, all right, so let's take Jody's question now. Yes, go ahead, Jody.
6: All right. My question has to do with the I N G sign
1: three
6: dot three, four, six, six. And I know it's used, of course, at the end of a word and it can be used in the middle of the word. Can it be used at the beginning of the word? So, for example, I was reading a recipe and it said ingredients, but it was the ing sign and then the G. And that got me curious that (laughs) can you can you use the I N G sign at the beginning of a word, too? We're only
1: in okay. Interesting. and we have
10: michael moore with his hand up
1: hopefully okay. To answer. okay michael moore has more to say something about this okay
2: yeah, Um good thing you brought that up um uh, because what i've seen i have never seen the ing at the beginning of a word for example ingredients you would actually because also uh you would say in, gre- in ingredients that's like oh like, yes it's two you know, syllables. Syllables. so yeah. so you would now <laughs> in, now i actually I'll, oh uh, i actually have seen it uh as a like as a last name for example uh i think i've seen it that way or like, I, maybe i wrote it that way or something from like ingham or something like that for example uh but most generally I, I would where i've seen different words which is you know not that many of them but like ingredients or ing at the beginning. I would I would use the IN sign and then write the G at the beginning. Like you know, now some, some words are like that. At least on that one. I guess it all depends on the on the on the syllables and so i I could be I could be totally wrong about this, but I've seen ingredients, you you would just type in IN sign and then the G.
6: Okay, yeah, because it is two syllables instead of just one. Right. I, I didn't think of that.
10: We have a few more
6: so, hands
1: on this top. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, before we take the next person's answer, uh, I just wanted to uh, mention that, uh, as I said, there are some beginner learners. And for them, uh, let me tell you that, uh, you know, initially you learn uncontracted Braille, which means each word is spelled out. And then you learn contracted Braille, which is like a shorthand where, uh, one Braille symbol represents an entire word or part of word. So the question we are discussing here is about that contraction, which is part of the word, and where to use that specific symbol, dot three, four, and six, in the beginning, in the end, in the middle. And we have people uh, who are able to answer. So let's go to the next. Yes, Chanel. Next, next.
10: we have Ibrahim.
1: Abraham, yes. Right. Um. So,
9: yes. as far as I'm aware, it is syllable related. So, um, mm-hmm. ingredient will use the in, um, sign and then, um, and the rest of the letters, <laughs> yeah. um, and then like names like I think Ingrid, where ing
1: is the first syllable, um, it the um, ing symbol can be used mm-hmm. okay so it's a okay. syllable issue that that makes sense and that's something uh our p- previous person also said that's right okay who is next
10: next is rick
0: yes if they've loosened that up uh it's news to me um yeah in uh names like ingram or ingrid uh up in, at least up to UEB, you had to separate that out, I-N-G. Um, with UEB, I was not aware that they've changed that. I'd be interested to know if they have. Uh, now, the, the fact that the I-N and G are in different syllables, that in itself doesn't really matter, because they use the I-N-G sign in ginger and finger and other other occasions like that in the middle of the word, and even where they have loosened it up. Um in the Old Braille, Nightingale, the I-N and G were separated, but not anymore. In UEB, they will write Night-ing-ale, <laughs> really? uh, which is kind of strange to me. But uh, I'd be interested to know if they've loosened that up for the beginning of the word. I don't know why. I've never quite understood why they're so hard and fast about that. But up until UEB, it was a flat prohibition. You did not write I-N-G sign in front of a word. Um yeah, again, I'd, I'd be very interested to know if a name like Ingram or Ingrid could be written with the ing sign. That's all I got. Yeah. Over.
1: All right. Thank you, Dr. Rick. And next up is um, Jeannie. Jeannie, yes.
7: Well, all those years when I was a braille instructor, um, the rule was you never use the ing sign at the beginning of the word. And I did take Feline's course in UEB, and I don't remember that that had changed. So I think ultimately our dear facilitator here is going to have to give us the right answer for sure. But as far as I know, that and a sign that I won't mention because I don't want to confuse people because they took that one away. And I really miss it, by the way. And all of you who read the (laughs) Braille before UEB know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, the ING was never to be used at the beginning of a word, but could be used in the middle and at the end. And I'm like Rick, I don't think that's changed, but we'll let
1: okay that's right jenny and facilitator there's myself willin shah we'll also tell at the end when everybody's done saying all right so judy do
10: not
1: oh i'm sorry i helped you chanel don't mind yeah i
10: said we don't have any raised hands (laughs) okay oh now we do we have Marsha.
1: yeah okay i thought we also have jody you yes, don't see yes, Julie's but, hand up.
9: No. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. All right, Marsha.
9: Can you hear me?
1: Yes. Are you Marsha?
9: Okay. I, yes. One little short thing is this yeah. morning I was trying to write Owing, O-W-I-N-G. So mm-hmm. that would be two, four, six, and then um four, three, four And then three, four, six. That's yeah. I thought that was I, I I write down the interesting words. My question Mm -hmm. is that um, I just signed up for grade two Braille from your from your um, website, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I just didn't know whether I should sign up for grade one because I know all the letters and I didn't know how extensive that went. I didn't want to be bored. And I'm working more with the contractions, but, you know, not reading them, but knowing them.
1: Okay, so Marsha, let's do one thing. Uh, y- you know, l- l- uh, we will have this discussion completed on the ing question, and mm-hmm. then at the end, I'll tell you about uh, the course. Okay. Okay. So sure. let the discussion continue to be alive. Okay. And all right. So, uh, anybody else who has any explanation about Jody's question?
10: I don't see any raised hands. You don't see any
1: hand up. Okay. And my hand is always up. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, actually, uh, what Ginny says is correct. And what Rick mentioned is also correct. That the ING sign cannot be used at the beginning of a word. If it can be used, then again, what Rick mentioned has to be noted that UEB has... Relax, the rules related to syllabus. I'm sorry, syllable. I deal with lots of syllabus as well with my college teaching. <laughs> syllables, yeah. So now you can mix up the syllables. And, you know, it, it really looks so odd when you have a word a reread and they use the contraction R and then the E-R sign. It's really uh, Uh, Something that I don't agree, but yeah, UB allows you to use redo and reread and words like that uh, with the contraction of ER and many others. So in other words, sometimes UB follows the rules related to syllables and sometimes it does not. And most of the times it does not. And where where to follow, where not to follow, I don't think they have standard policy but that's too complicated to high a level. Let's not worry about that, but certainly the ING sign cannot be used at the beginning of a word. So ingra- ingredient has to be written with the IN contraction and then the spell out, gr and whatever contractions are there. Okay, uh, I have never seen, and I don't think I will ever see ING contraction used at the beginning of a word. Okay. All right. So that. Well, thank you. And you know, it okay. just occurred
6: to me that the recipe yes. I'm reading is written in the yes. old braille. So I uh-huh. wasn't sure uh-huh. about what UEB would be.
1: Oh, okay. Good to ask. Asking helps. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Never hesitate to ask. All right. So, so far we covered three questions. And we have 18 more minutes left. So anybody else who has a question? Please raise your hand.
10: I think Marsha did.
1: All right, Marsha.
10: Uh, she's still here, Marsha? N- no, I, I just didn't lower my hand. Right, but I thought you had a question from before. Um, n- yeah, no, but...
1: I, I, she had a question about the course, and yes, Marsha. Okay, uh, I, I, I lower I
10: mean... your hand. I'm the one who Thank lowers you. your hand. <laughs>
1: Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, our course related to contracted Braille, uh, is in progress. It's called work in progress. So we are preparing it, you know, and oh. it may take about three months. So are you That's willing fine. to wait for three months?
9: Absolutely.
1: Okay, great. I and I... uh, it may take four months. We don't know. You know, it depends. You know, it's a lot of work. Designing That's a course that. is not simple. Okay. That's right. Really but easy. in the Let meantime, I... uh, if you would like to do Braille One O One, that covers uh, teaching you of course all alphabet all letters of the alphabet as well as punctuation basic punctuation so if you would like to refresh your skills i can send it out but if not then that's fine i already have three names i can add your name four names waiting to take one or two course okay okay
9: does that,
1: does that answer so- you Yes.
9: Yeah. So um, yes. when you receive the workbook, how do you listen to the audio?
1: Oh, there you have two options. You can use a word file and have your computer talk using the screen reader, JAWS or NVDA or anything else. Or if you can uh, use your VoiceOver on the phone and if you are receiving email on the phone, then the only thing I can do is send you the word attachment, or we can provide you with the audio recording, which is again in progress, because we have a volunteer who visits the studio every week, once every week and does the recording and she got COVID, so it we could not finish as planned. Right. So it should be available starting August so okay. you let me know which works better for you word file okay. receiving email or audio recording that we can send on a flash drive or we can send you as an attachment on the computer or email
9: okay the other you know i just i just got jaws i just got fusion uh-huh. last week and i was on the website and i saw mm-hmm. where well, there's some help for jaws
2: mm-hmm. so, are you so able
1: to use jaws
9: um, I have never used JAWS before, nah. but because I have Fusion, that means that it has it. It I can learn JAWS with it, right?
1: Oh, sure, sure, you can learn. But then it is a little too early for you to use our word file, because that uh, will ask you to go back and forth and uh, pause and restart. And you know when you are ready to, uh, when you have learned those commands, and when you are ready with. Using JAWS, you can let me know.
9: And then the, but but now I have been using Zoom text for years.
1: Uh, Are you able to use Zoom text, you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the the Zoom text should be uh, helpful to operate a Word file.
9: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
1: Okay, why not? Why not? Yeah.
9: I think my question may be for other people that want to come for your course anyway.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, what's that? Let's see. Ask your question. Oh, the question that you asked.
9: The question Should that I, I asked. I'm I mean yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I have two mm-hmm. I have two friends that have, one friend that's just signed up, you know. Uh-huh. So, and she was the one that showed me how to get there to sign uh-huh. up. Too. Uh-huh. Okay. So, we're talking among ourselves. <laughs>
1: Oh, great. Perfect. Yes, yeah. And uh, also let, you, let me tell you that uh, applying online for a course is one way. If you're not able to use your, the website or online service, you can call. The number to call is area code 510-843-6935 and somebody will fill out the application for you. That's
9: wonderful to know.
1: Yeah. We do have that option for people who are not able to use computer. Okay? But at the same time, if you have some help available, then filling out the enrollment application online is the best option. It's quicker, easier, and uh, much helpful. Okay. all the way around all Thank right you, William. let's see if people have another question related to braille no hand up for friend chanel
10: no hands up i was no just waiting hands, a second sir. to see if they wanted to
1: yeah well uh maybe everybody is so expert here nobody has a question about braille all right if nobody uh-huh. has a question then i have a question so let's see again if anybody has a question. Anybody in Herbie? In the clubhouse, Herbie?
8: I Nobody am double-checking at the moment. Yes. We yes. Yes. do not have any more raised hands in Clubhouse All right. at the moment. All
1: right. Then I'll go ahead and ask a question for the audience. So it's about capitalizing the first letter of Braille or capitalizing Braille. If you have been reading Braille, you must have noticed that sometimes you have a capital indicator before the word Braille, and sometimes you don't. So how do we know when to capitalize B in Braille or all letters in Braille and when not to capitalize? It's about capitalizing the word Braille. And I would like to get the answers from all of our experts here.
10: We have Rick
1: with his hand up. And of course, I expected Rick to be first. Yes, Rick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I understand there's a move on to capitalize it all the time, but I don't think that's gone through yet, at least not through officialdom. So okay. until it does, unless and until, um, you capitalize it when it refers to Louis Braille, of course, Yes. But when it's referring to the Braille code, uh, I don't think so unless it's the first word of the sentence or part of a title.
1: hmm hmm Yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's okay. best I got. That's that's all that's much you got. Thank you. Yes, who is next? Is that Linda? It is. Yes. Linda Pye. Yep.
5: That was when my do you thought. Capitalize? Yes. That was my thought exactly. If it was if it referred to Louis Braille. Then you capitalized it otherwise mm-hmm. or a title. I thought that was very good to add that because um, UEB, if you if you were spell that out, you would capitalize Braille in that sense too. Yes. So
1: yeah. U- Uniform English Braille. So then you want to capitalize Braille. Yep. Okay. All right. Very good. Let's see what Julie. is it Julie next? Uh, No, I lowered my hand because I was going to say the same thing. Same thing. Okay, got it, got it. All right, so, yes.
10: Well, basically,
1: yeah, when Rick says, it's almost uh, all comprehensive answer related to Braille. So, Rick uh, is our resource specialist, and he said it right. So, once again, when Braille used for the script, when Braille refers to the word uh, that means the writing system or script, then we do not capitalize. But when Braille is a name, like Louis Braille, of course, who invented this script, then B needs to be capitalized. But in addition to that, when Braille is a part of the title or some, uh, or signifying, you know, some, Uh, name, then B needs to be capitalized. Like Braille 101, that's the name of the course. Then you capitalize the letter B. Or uh, of course, English UEB, that is Uniform English Braille, then you capitalize. So of course, uh, that applies to anything else. You know, when it is part of the title, you capitalize. Yeah, no, and then otherwise you do not. So that's basically the way it works of capitalizing Braille. Okay, very good. So anybody else now has a new question?
10: We have Jeannie with her hand up.
1: Yes, Jeanie. Well, I a... just
7: I just wanted to comment. Aren't we yes. glad that dear Louis didn't have a long, long French last name?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. Is yes. that a
7: question? He'd had a. Well, I'm 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 just in in regard to his last name being Braille. I'm just saying, aren't we glad he didn't have a long last name? Because <laughs> then we'd have to use that for the well, name of the system.
1: You know, Ginny. Even if we had a long last name, we could have found some contraction. Like we found, even for the small name, we have found a contraction, B-R-L. So had it been a long name, then also we could have found some contraction for him.
6: Yeah.
1: All right, good, okay. And by the way, those who know French can help me here, but actually it is not to be pronounced Braille. That's an anglicized word, braille." In French, they don't so, say so. They say, I, "I don't know French, but it's something like braille. you know "braille is something similar." Okay, somebody can help me here. Who knows French? How they pronounce this braille in France in, in French language?
10: We do not have a raised hand. Oh, no, Linda.
1: Ah, there you go. Linda you knows the, some French. Yes. You
5: were very, very close, Feline. It's braille.
1: It's. Okay. All right.
5: Ours, so ours kind of swallowed, but the uh, A I L L E is a uh, sound. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Linda's interesting. Okay.
10: And we have Marcia.
1: We have Marcia summer. And the summer season is still going on. Go ahead, I'm Marcia. Sure,
9: it sure <laughs> is. I was reading George uh, makes pancakes. And then it, and it, it said something about um, four hands. So I was wondering if you would use a capital indicator and a D, or would you have to write out F, O, and then the O, U, sign, and the R?
1: And what was his name?
9: George, but but it was saying he was making the pancakes and it was something about four hands, you know. Uh-huh. So it, with four hands, would you use the number four or would you use right four out?
1: Oh, okay. Let's see. That's a good question. Let's see who has the answer. Raise your hand jeannie jeannie another resourceful person well yes
7: i happen to be a grammar phobe um Uh okay grammatically if you're writing like four hands in a sentence grammatically as i recall and and it's been a long time since i've taken english classes you are supposed to write out the word f-o-u-r rather than using the number sign four so unless that has changed, and lots of things have changed since I was in school, that's how it should be done.
9: So it. So if we're doing it in braille, then write F O U R. F O U sign R, or F O U R. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another
1: word that would we be. We do interesting have another
10: with... hand on this. Maybe right. on this let's, topic. Okay, let's, go ahead.
1: Let's get your first question resolved. Okay. Okay. So, yes. uh, Linda. Linda Pye.
5: The, the rule is that if it's less than 10 in print, you spell it out. Yeah. Any, any number more than 10, you use numerics.
1: Yeah. Wow. You, you, yeah, that's right. Up to yeah. 10, you need to spell out. And sure. then starting 11, you write the numbers.
5: The exception for that is yeah. if it starts the sentence, then it's spelled out regardless
1: okay Uh and kathy king kathy welcome hi there hi there are you enjoying this discussion
3: yes following Uh. english grammar rules yes um our last speaker had it right on the head Mm -hmm. one through 10 is under 10 you um spell out you write it out but if it begins the sentence that's a different story even if it's you know, 1,400,000, you have to write it out if it begins the sentence. So that's a good reason not to begin the sentence with a large number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, but, Dr. But King. But it, bring,
3: it brings up a great point that as adults yes. learning to read Braille, mm-hmm. that we incorporate these rules that we already know in our reading.
7: Big Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's right. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. King. Or if I can call you Kathy. Kathy, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Now, uh, yes, yeah. let's see if any any other hand raised.
9: Well, the, the other one is also with four, but uh-huh. is fourth with one word. And now you've got the F-O-U-R and the T-H. So that would probably have to be spelled out. We have Estelle with her hand raised.
1: Okay. Hello, who? Hi, this is a new question. Are you ready for a new one? Uh, yep. Probably not, Alice, uh, uh, I think, because we are reaching the end of the hour. So okay. I'm sorry. Maria, we can another... do one thing. We can take a question. We'll have to reserve it for the next month. So why don't you ask the question?
6: The question is, if you are doing a list in alphabetical order and you have a number with a number sign at the beginning of the title of the book or whatever you're doing, how do you put that in alphabetical order? Do you go from the, the number or the, you just go to the first word or how do you put Uh, some kind of a name with a number sign at the beginning in alphabetical order.
1: Great. And that difficulty is also faced by our uh, Zoom because I get the list of participants and Zoom sometimes uh, put all the numbers before the list of the names and sometimes it mixes up. So we will discuss this in detail on the second Thursday of August, which may be 10th August, okay? Thank you. Welcome. Now, uh, about, uh, you know, when you have to spell out the word for, uh, everybody said is correct, but a couple of more things I would like to add that first and foremost, the rule that applies is that Braille follows print. So we don't have to worry. Whatever is there in print, if it is in a numeric way, Yeah, you write the number, if it is spelled out, you write the word. We don't have to worry about that rule when we do Braille. Braille follows print. Secondly, I think even though uh, numbers one through ten are to be spelled out in general in literary Braille, or literary world, print literature, but when you write a recipe, That rule is not followed. And oftentimes we write the numbers for four. It's a recipe. It's not a literary version or literary thing to read about. All right. Anybody has a quick question about that? Four thing or number thing before I wrap up?
10: Well, we had several hands go up. I'm not sure what their question's for. (laughs) So, um, because they were going up before. So do you want to, just
1: go I th- to them I think or we. what oh wow uh, uh if uh, if if all of you have some questions then we can take it on the second thursday of month but if you have any quick comment although this hour is over we can go a little above so please do so let's see who has any quick comment Estelle looks. Estelle, do you have any comment or observation to give?
10: She was that she was had an, that other question. I just didn't lower her okay, hand, so okay, okay, you okay. told her to wait. So I'll um. Yes. Until...
8: And
1: the
10: next one we have is Michael Moore.
1: Michael.
2: Real, yeah, real quick about fourth width. Yeah. As far as yeah. I know, you can write you can write the sign the the four sign, the mm-hmm. th sign, and the width sign all together. Fourth width.
9: Wow.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: You can do that.
1: Yes, okay. Anybody else?
10: Yes, Linda
5: Pye.
1: Linda Pye.
5: Forthwith is one word, and it is spelled with F, the O-U contraction, the T-H contraction, and with contraction. You don't (laughs) use the numeric four in forthwith.
1: Yes, of course, you cannot, yeah. Okay, anybody else?
10: And
2: Rick?
0: No, there is a width is not F-O-U-R-T-H-with. Yeah. F-O-R-T-H-with. So correct yeah, you know, The question doesn't even apply to that word. So, yeah. Uh, was it Michael that, that said four sign, then T-H sign, then with. That's right.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. That that
1: and yeah. I yeah. thought
10: Jody had her hand, but I think she put it down. So, we're okay. good.
1: All right. So, it looks... Uh, the, I'm ready to wrap up. Thank you everybody for actively participating and making this interactive session so interesting by asking questions, by answering questions, and by giving your um, uh, insight, adding your insight to the discussion today. So once again, thank you, Chanel. Thank you, Harvey, Thank you, Abraham. And thank everybody who participated. With that, today's session is coming to an end. I will see you all next Thursday. Until then, you all have a good week ahead and good weekend. And next Thursday, we are going to have our poll star. I think our poll star is going to be Jewel Casper. So take care. Have a nice day. Bye now.